what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Brothers in Tech is a weekly podcast focused on personal and home technology, helping provide you, our fellow brothers and sisters in tech, with some information, assistance, and recommendations. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Brothers in Tech here on the Mesh.tv podcast network. My name is Alan Jackson. Off to my right on the screen is my brother, Brian Jackson. And Brian, how are you doing? Good, good, Alan. How are you? Doing okay, doing okay. I, I know we took like a week or so off. I really need to rework the opening of our show because I know it has me saying what the show's about. We've kind of evolved a little bit. It also says it's a weekly show. We're mostly weekly, yeah. but you know, it's <laughs> have a, an off week or two. Weekly-ish. Weekly-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I really need to update that opening, but for those of you that, yeah, still, well, I mean, because most of people know, most people know us, they know, they know the show, right? So they don't need to be reminded exactly what the show is. It's, we it's, probably it's just well known. It we is just well jump known. Right in, just start, just start talking. Don't need any <laughs> setup, no opening at all. But, yeah. but for those that didn't pay attention during the opening little theme, theme music bit, this is brothers in tech. This is our show where we get together and talk technology, as you can probably imagine, but we are talking about technology from a very personal home family use. Uh, we're not getting into enterprise corporate world of high-end tech. I mean, this is stuff that people are using in their homes and their personal lives and their daily habits every day. That's the kind of tech we like to talk about and digging into. And just to go ahead and get it out of the way, yes, we are going to talk a lot more on the Mac, Apple side of software and hardware. Uh, much more than other platforms. Not to say we don't recognize them and we don't appreciate the other platforms that are out there computing-wise, but we're Mac people. We use Macs every day. We use Apple products every day. We know those best, so that's what we're going to talk about and uh, get deeper into. So, Brian, how uh, how you been? It's been a couple of weeks. We didn't take a week off last week. You well, okay? no, we, we actually did last week. Uh, I'm glad you can remember that. We we didn't do earlier this week, but we, you know, we had about a week and a half here. So uh, before that, I think it was maybe two or three weeks that you and I took off. And those were amazing three weeks for me, um, you know, mm-hmm. not having to, to work with you. But yeah, I enjoyed it too. now we're back at it and we're, you know, we're fairly consistent now. Um, no, I'm good. I'm good. It's busy. It's a busy time of year. And hence one of our discussion topics today uh, that I wanted to bring up because of the busy time of year and lots of things going on and lots of things to juggle. And um, so I think it is a perfect time for us to find some ways to maybe try to make that better. Um, I mean, we thought about doing email again and just, you know, literally we could just make Brothers in Tech about an email. We just an email podcast. <laughs> Every week we're going to change to a new email program. And uh, since you and I talked last time, I think I have gone through five different email iterations, uh, switching to different apps. Um, I will tell you that even though as of about two days ago, I got very happy and content and said, okay, I've made full circle back to where I started all of this and I'm, I'm comfortable again. Then just today, I realized that I had lost, and somewhere in the translation of doing all these different apps, I had lost about six or seven different emails that were kind of important that came in and had been put to spam. 
And interestingly, I went in and tagged each one of them as, okay, this is not spam. I went into the actual Gmail kind of uh, uh, online and they still started happening. So somewhere along the way on one of these apps that I've, <laughs> one of these apps is very upset at me for not continuing to use them, that they've now taken over and started to spam even people within my organization, which uh, I think is kind of interesting. You know, they, they, are, they are the most unlikely of people to be tagged as spam because they're coming from the same, you know, email address that I am or the same email organization. But somewhere along the way, one of those apps has gotten really pissed off at me. So, uh, wow. so that's going to be that's going to be a fun next week to try to figure out which one of them is still trying to do things. So uh, even though I'm not using them. So. so you started the the path of exploring different email programs that we all do. It's like a rite of passage for all of us. We have to do on a semi-annual basis. Well, when, you, when, like. when you say started, yeah, I was going to say, I, I did it again, right? I mean, I tend to do this every few months. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you started and you felt like you'd made your way back to the application, the email program that you started with and you were going to be happy Correct. with that. But now Correct. you're uncovering a little fluke issue that's concerning you. Well, that and when you and I started prepping for the show, you know, five minutes before we started, I tried to explain to you why I left a different app. And then I realized, why did I leave that app? So now after this after this show is over, I'm going to go take a look at it again because uh, I cannot remember whether the reason why uh, I left that app was uh, important enough for me to have gotten rid of all the things I loved about that app. So. Uh, what what I do think is funny, Ani, is we we talked about this before, and and I think we were joking at the time, but I'm I'm beginning to realize it's true. There is not a perfect email app. No, there is not, not one. Mm-hmm. And when we start talking about all the things, and and one of the problems is, I think if you're someone who has not gone down the road of getting out of the default uh, email app that comes on your phone or on your computer you probably don't realize what you're missing and you're probably in a much better place when you don't realize what you're, you know, what, what you're uh, missing out on. Uh, Because when you start to see, Oh, that's a really cool feature. Oh, I like that. You, you start to think, well, of course I need to make sure it has that. And you start getting a list of why you're going to not use an app. And, uh, Oh, so I think that that's, that's kind of where I am, that it's, it's caused some, some issues for me to, uh, uh, let's see. Yeah. I, for those listening, I, I private messaged Brian right in the middle of his, <laughs> his little spiel there, uh, letting him know that I think that maybe he's, uh, his, his recording is set to use the wrong microphone on his end. And this is something a good brother does. I try to look out for my younger brother. I want him to sound the best that he can. And I felt like he was just, just a notch below where he normally is. So let's see where Brian is. Brian, are you? So I'm I am back now. And yeah. Much yeah. So I was so I was a notch below perfect, and now I'm back to perfect, is what you're saying. Right. I don't remember this the word is... perfect, but uh mm. you were you well, were that's what I below what where you normally are. Now you're back to where you <laughs> normally are. So that's good. Yeah. Uh it's funny. I, I think you purposely did that. You purposely made, you're the one that runs, you know, with our system that we're, we're on right now, because if you remember last, last episode, you had the very same thing and I had I to did. correct you. Yes. Of course, you know, you're, you're legendary for your, your sexy podcast voice. So it was very obvious to everyone that you are not on your, your nice microphone. I noticed 
10 minutes before we recorded that you were on the wrong mic, but I'm like, nope, you know what? Let's let this play out a little bit. And uh, no, I'd really, I really uh, didn't. I should have, I should have called you your attention to it earlier. Yep. My yep. apologies. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, luckily, luckily. Touche, my brother. It's not like Touché. we talk about technology or anything, so we shouldn't have no. had to worry about that or deal with that. No. Um, we should have walked people through about how I fix that. And- look, all right. Maybe I just kind of spaced out because actually I, I, for the first time in a while, I'm kind of tired of talking about email. <laughs> so <sighs> it's honestly kind of got to me where I'm happy. I'm good. I'm in a good place right now. I don't need to I'm, open up some new wounds and start. Really? You don't I mean, mean to talk yeah. about, you don't mean to talk about something. Well, I, you, I think last week when you started talking to me about all the research you're doing on different mm-hmm. email programs, I got, I got jonesing just a little bit. I was about ready to jump, jump in. I'm like, oh yeah, I need to go. I need to go refresh my spreadsheet and check out all mm-hmm. these other options and reevaluate. I'm like, no, no, Alan, stop. You're good. You're in a good place. You're in a happy place. Let's and by, and by you. good, this is the same good that you were talking about maybe a couple months ago when you said, nope, I found the perfect one. And then now you've yeah. also I'm changed. In a, I'm, in a, so, yeah. I'm in a more perfect place now than I was okay. that perfect place then. No, I have good. changed again, but right now I'm good and I'm not going okay. to. <laughs> right now you're fine. You're not, fine. you're not looking. So that's okay. I will, I will look and then I will brag and then you will get jealous and you will go yeah. back into the mix could and be. then I'll probably go right back to where I originally started after that. So yeah, it's a vicious cycle. <sighs> I tell you, between email programs, calendar programs, and uh, note-taking programs, yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of the holy grail. The three. Now yeah. we're going to talk about one that I think maybe is close to being in that mix of uh, ones. I think it's going to be number four. It's going to be number four. Yeah, I, I do think I've, I find myself wanting to go and revisit and compare different options, and that's as we're talking. To do item, to do list, to do apps, task manager apps, things that basically allow you to organize what you need to do. What are you supposed to be doing? What do you need to remember to do? All those apps that that do that kind of work. So, Brian, I know you have been exploring a bit. I have. Uh, yep. Some yep. of this. You've been exploring the to do app uh, landscape right now. <laughs> and yep. so I'm going to kind of let you walk me through a little bit of what you've been seeing, what you've been, what you've been learning, what you feel like are important to talk about with these apps for anybody yeah. looking to evaluate their own to do app, task manager app, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Reminders yeah. app, you know, whatever it may be. So, well, and I think, and I think everybody probably has a, a point in time where you have your own system of keeping track of things. You know, maybe it's a, uh, a notepad that you have on your desk and you, every time you think of something you need to do, you scribble it just to make sure that that is gets crossed off. Of course, a lot of people have digital versions of that. Um, you know, you mentioned note-taking apps. I think there's a lot of people that probably just double with their note-taking app as being where they keep track of the things they need to do uh, as mm-hmm. well. I've kind of gotten in the habit over the years of always having a separate app, something that the only purpose that thing has is a list. You know, I'm creating a list of things that need to happen, like a shopping list, right? You know, like that, but a, a shopping list for my daily task. And it just gives me so much comfort to be able to check those boxes and get rid of those things as I as I see them. But I, I need that landing spot and I need a comfortable landing spot where I know what's going to be and I know I'm always looking there so I don't lose track of things. Right. Um, I'll go ahead and say that my the one that I probably won't spend a lot about, even though I think it's still one of the best ones, is Things. I've been using Things for 
for a couple of years now. Um, and right now they're on things three, I believe. Uh, so if you, if you become interested in it, it's, it's a fantastic app. Um, you may be wondering why I'm leaving that app. I'm not necessarily leaving. It's one of the ones I'm considering. I, uh, I have access to it. I've been using it. Um, but I also realized that I've been using such so little of its capabilities, but that also tells me that it's not organized in quite the way that I would normally have used it. So, so yeah, while we're, while we're talking, let me, let me just use this as a standard, right? Because it is truly one of the, the standard kind of to-do apps. Um, so things well, is cross-platform or cross-device uh, capable. You know, you can have it on your watch, as you can see here. You can have it on your iPad. You can have it on your Mac. You can have it on your uh, iPhone. And, uh, you know, you put a really, really simple, the one of the reasons I use it um, has been just the simplicity of adding something to it. You press the plus button, you type what it is, and then you're done. You don't have to necessarily go through a list of lots of things that you need to do to it, but you have the capability of that. I also love the fact that it's really easy to kind of drag things in a particular order. So, you know, I usually have a running list of things and every morning I'll look at the list and slide the ones that are the most important up to the top so I can know they're in my view. Really easy to do. Everything's super simple. You click on the checkbox and it goes away. And if you want to look later to figure out, you know, what have you accomplished and need to put something back, you can do that. Uh, they can all have due dates. And this is the part that I'm realizing that I didn't like about the app. And I'm not sure if it's the app's fault or just my way of thinking. But everything that I did with this app lived in the today. So my list was always just the today tab. I would just add things to today knowing that that list is not going to get all the way done. There are things that I want to do tomorrow and the next day and everything else. But given that they're just set up in tabs as what's going on today, you got to think, you know, Alan, for you and I, I, I have tasks that I want to do, need to do, but don't always have a deadline to do, right? Yeah. So maybe I say instead of, so this is really saying, when do you want to work on it? But if I'm saying I'm going to try to work on it in two days, it really does go out of my view until two days from now, which is not really what I want. I want something that is, I can always see what I need to do. I can organize them in the way I want to do them. Um, and so again, using the today screen on this is the only way I've used things. And, um, yeah. and, it's, and it has been great. One of the other cool features about this one, Alan, and I can't remember, have you used things before? It's been a little while, long time yes, ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So one of the, one of the beauties of it is that it, it does have a way in which you can, if you're on your Mac, um, you can have a keystroke to mm -hmm. do, I think mine is control option space bar and a little entry screen comes up in just the center of my screen. And I can say, Oh, do this, 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 this click enter. And it adds it to things. So it's, it's a easy entry you know, from anywhere that you're, uh, anywhere that you're working. So I love that. And that's one of kind of one of my, my big, uh, features that I'm always looking for is a way in which to easily add those. So when it comes to mind, I got to get it on there, uh, pretty quickly. Uh, honestly, the reason that I started looking away from this Alan was because Apple's to-do list, which is its native, uh, reminders app, it made some updates that 
got me thinking, oh, well, maybe I should leave things and just go with what's native on the the Apple uh, Apple ecosystem because it did get so much better. And so that got me looking elsewhere. And then once I got into the world of looking elsewhere and comparing, then I decided to open up my search and, and look at lots of other things. But, you know, have you, I assume you use reminders, right, Alan? That's probably your go-to. So yes and no. Um, okay. I, I kind of have a two-prong approach to my my to-do apps right now. I have a a little more full-featured task manager that's tied in with my project manager app, so I use for yep. work, and that's Asana, which we've talked about in episode many many episodes yep. ago. That's, that's where a my, big uh, big app, it, right? They can do lots of app. things. It's, it's not yep. in the conversation today of what we're talking about, right? But right. all of my bigger project to-do items, work to-do items, everything is, is there. What I use um, the Apple Reminders for, and that is the other one I use, that's the more local, yeah. smaller Reminders app I do use, that's for where I just need to quickly put together a short list of something that I need to do. Uh, like, you know, I use it for grocery lists. You know, if I'm going to the grocery store, we can. my family all chimes in on what items we need to get from the grocery store, so I always have that. I've got shopping lists, things that I know if I'm out of the store, some things I'd like to take a look at. Um, you know, just simple lists. And also I keep a list I call it a, a day of list. If I'm mm. in the middle, if I'm at an event or I'm somewhere and I just want to keep a quick little list to start listing out things I need to do that day or things I need to take care of while I'm there, I'll build that into my day of. And that's what I use. It's kind of like, okay, what do I need to do right now? kind of more immediate reminders for me to use. So yeah. I do like Apple reminders a mm-hmm. good bit. Um, it's not ready for, and it's not meant to be a project manager right. to-do right. list. But if you have items, like, you know, if you've got uh, projects around the house that you want to keep a list of that you're going to work on, you've got a shopping list, you've got, um, you know, th- something you need to do, uh, over the weekend and you want to keep a running list of those things. It is really, really good for that. And I love the fact that it's so tied in with the rest of the Apple ecosystem. It's very quick to get into. It's very quick to make a new entry in <clears throat> and you can access these reminders from shortcuts and other things that you've got, you know, kind of tying them in together. So yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. And the fact that you can have multiple lists, you can create as many lists as you want. It does show you, hey, here's the things you've got today, and then here's the things that are scheduled out. Uh, if you can have some that are flagged, you can keep those separate. You can also take a look at all the ones you completed if you want to. Yeah. It's, good. it's good. They've made some incremental upgrades the last uh, three or four years on, on yeah. reminders. Well, specifically that- specifically the last year, I think the very yeah. the previous update really made mm-hmm. some some significant changes to that. So Yeah. And I, I perfectly like personally like uh, knowing that you know I can add images to it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, That's to a to do item, I can you see a little icon of an image there I've got attached to it. Of course, you got you know your due dates and due times, reminder times that it'll notify you if you have your notifications turned on for it. Yeah. So no, I like it a lot, but I don't use it for a bigger, bigger list and bigger projects. This is more quick hit stuff I got to take care of. You know. Yeah. Right away. So that's so this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is the this is the thing I like to have the quick 
jot down, jot this down, but also be able to check it off because it's something I know I need to do and I want to clearly keep keep track of what it is. Now, what makes me a little bit nervous about even what you've just displayed here is the ability to do things like add images and all that. That sounds great, but now it starts to get me thinking about notes. And why don't I just use notes if I want to put lots of things into lots more, you know, so all of a sudden they start to become, they become really, they uh, become similar, but I mean, I I think the key is just knowing what you're using this for. For me, the Mm -hmm. pictures are honestly, if, you know, if Suzanne asked me to go get something at the grocery store, right. I have no idea what she's talking about, but we had an empty bottle of it at the house. Take a photo, attach it to my to-do item. Okay. I need to get, vinegar, but I need it to look like this bottle. (laughs) So I know what I'm getting. It's perfect for that, but you're right. It does start to glance into the the notes area a little bit with some of those features, a little bit, a lot of similarities between the two apps, which is I think good. And if you learn how to use one, the other one has the same kind of functionalities involved, but. um, And integration between the two, I think is, is useful. I think that's, that's one of my big things that I'm trying to go through right now. And I would encourage a lot of people to do is think, is there duplication of efforts that you have, right? Do you have a, you know, a list that you keep, but you also keep notes in a completely different place and you like to, one of those is going to refer to the other and you're, you know, do I want a place where all of this can happen altogether? Uh, do I need them to be separate? Do Is there integration between the two where I can start one in one place and move it to the other so that it, you know, has changed to something else? Um, I think there's lots of, lots of capabilities. Hey, I, I, you know, I do like, I spent some time with, um, with Apple reminders. I like it. Uh, there's still something about it that feels jumbled and kind of a little bit more complicated. Not for me, you know, like there's lots of ways in which things can be integrated that maybe it starts to remove some of the simplicity. Um, you know, just for comparison, Alan, let me, let me, let me show things and you'll notice it's not that different, uh, from the, um, on the outside here. So there you go. So here's, here's what things looks like to me, right? Very similar. You've got folders on the left. You've got ways in which you can look at different things. Now, this would be what you're seeing here would be like what's on Apple reminders when you click on all and say, show me everything, right? This is kind of the everything that's happening today or should happen today. And you'll notice each one has its own little category, right? They're, you know, one's in a PML, Kinesis, whatever. Those are the folders that I have on the left. And that part is maybe not as useful for me. You know, rarely do I ever go in and say, oh, let me just see what I needed to do on this, you know, particular category. I'm usually looking at the bigger group. But, you know, super easy to start something new, create a new one, click enter, you're good to go, Right. Uh, same thing that uh, you can probably do in in Apple, but you know I find that the cleanliness of it is really simple. Uh, you know I don't have to. It doesn't take up a lot of you know visual space. It's super easy to enter, and it kind of does its one thing really really well. Yeah. Um, like I said, I don't use the upcoming the the calendar the those things, which is problematic, right? When I'm looking at this and. I mean, let's just say that this, this assessment, right? I mean, I can click on it. You're not seeing this right now, but um, let's see. There we go. Come on. There we go. So I can go and say, you know, it's today, but I can click on today. You're not seeing this, but it drops a little calendar. And I say, nope, sure. put it as due later. 
But my thing is I don't necessarily like to do that because all that's doing is saying, don't show me this again until then, right? If I happen to get ahead of things, I don't need to go and look ahead and try to figure out, well, what, what do I need to slide back to today, right? Mm -hmm. So that became mm -hmm. a bit of an issue for me. I really like having one list, but I want that list to have info that can go with it. I want that, in, I want that list to maybe connect with some other uh, features throughout my computer. So, so I do, I mean, I'm not getting rid of this for, for now. Nothing I've found yet, it trumps this for me. Um, but I think that there's some, there's some things I'm hoping that I can find a better way to do. So, okay. so let me, let me kind of give you, Alan, some of my, I didn't create a spreadsheet like you did with email. I'm sorry. Right. I mean, I, I'm an underachiever so, when it comes to that. So, so we have the question, are you really that committed Com to this committed. topic in this area? Um, that's the committed, committed, committed is the optimal word here. Right. Cause I yeah. think that, Maybe you should have been committed for what yeah. you went through yeah. with email. Um, I did, but go no, I. The board. Yeah, but I, but I have been trying to think like, what is it that is important for me to have with a to do app? I mean, I think one of the keys is there. There needs to be some element of reminders involved in this, right? If I if I say that I have something to do, then I and I know that I need to make sure it's done by a certain time. There probably needs to be some prodding that I can do, right? And of course. You know, if it was things, you can say, yes, keep reminders on so that if something new comes in that day, it's going to tell me you've got something new to, to do. Uh, Apple Reminders certainly does that in spades, right? Uh, what I think what's great about Apple Reminders, and, and I've yet to find anything else that does this quite as well, is Apple integrates with everything else, right? You can talk to your, you know, Siri and say, add this, but also add this and do this when this happens, right? Mm. When I get to work, tell me this. When I, you know, when the end of the day comes, and five o'clock happens, remind me to do this. So the to-do app becomes a little bit more um, full-featured, you know, so that you're bordering that idea of to-dos versus reminders. And that's what I think is any app that I look at has to have some element of that, but I'm not convinced that, it has to be a reminders app. Uh, it could just be a list app that has the ability to remind. I think there needs to be some way of grouping things together, right? I mean, you can't, you know, I like the idea of having one big list, but I also want to be able to tag them. So if I make a quick note that says, you know, get the get the book, right? If that's all I put down because all I had time to write down, that I need to know what I'm talking about, right? Maybe there's yeah. several of those that I've mentioned in my list. So I think there, you know, most of those will do that. You can flag them different ways. You can give them categories. You can kind of organize them in different ways if you want to look at things in that way. Well, in a lot of these these to-do apps, I have noticed, the ones that try to really pitch themselves as being geared for people going through the whole getting things done yep. type of yep. approach, the whole how do you get your your to-do items kind of uh, cleaned out every day and done efficiently. Right. There's the idea of having different levels to where you can organize your to-do items, your task. You've got within projects. So if you've got a particular project that has 20 to-do items associated with it, you've got that. But then there's also a way of grouping your items by some, some programs call it perspective. Some call it by focus area or whatever it may be. And a lot of times what we're talking about is everything that needs to be done online 
is tagged as a to-do item that's kind of in that online category, whether it's a tag mm-hmm. you put it or is another grouping that your Apple that you put it in. And then you got another one that's maybe uh, shopping, you know, so anything in your list that has to do with shopping that can be accomplished when you're out shopping, you can see it in that right. as well. Right. So yeah. taking your to-do items and putting them in an organization of where you may be or where you're going mm-hmm. to be. So you can or- organize and focus on them all at one time. Yeah. Um, that's something I started using a lot of heavy use with, with a couple to-do programs I was using. Cause there is that idea that, okay, these are things I need to do when I'm at my house. Here are things I need to do in my office. Here's things I need to do when I'm online. Yeah. And just to be able to pull from different projects, these tasks and tell me, okay, these are all things I can accomplish in this one setting or this one environment is really nice. Yeah. Apple reminders doesn't go that deep. They are truly a, we have multiple lists. You create your list and you put your items on it and that's it. Um, other apps like things will let you do a kind of some sort of focus area or grouping of those, those items. I know that the app I use, which is a, uh, I've used a lot of is called to do, which is mm-hmm. number two and then do. So yep. that's a very, very similar to things, not quite as nice as things, but no, they're similar. They're very similar. But it's, yep. but it's in my setup subscription. So yeah. that's the one yeah. I end up using. Um, and it, it has that same functionality. We're putting projects, yeah. but I can also put things in the list, like different groupings, and yeah. just know that that's, that's where that to-do item can be accessed as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I will say, uh, I think there's opportunities for this to get even better with you know things like the iPhone and even your Mac of having focus areas, as you talked about. You know, are, you, are you home now? So we're going to switch everything to home view. Right. Yeah. And maybe I'm and I'm still hopeful. And and I, of course, I haven't played with this enough to be able to do it yet. But I'm still hoping to one day get to a point where the moment I get home, my phone kind of switches over. And the only apps I see are the ones that I like to do to, you know, when I get home and get away from things. And oh, and I leave and I get in the car and I get to work. Boom. Everything now switches to my work apps. Right. So having some customization that happens certain things are not going to happen. I mean, you can do all of this. I think there's lots of ways in which those focus elements can happen now. I just haven't really played enough to really dig in. And and one of these days I will, I get nervous because I say, well, if I come home, of course, I'm still going to check my email the same way and all of that. But some of the stuff I'm going to show you in a minute is trying to do a a few of those things, trying to kind of integrate some of your life to, uh, to make things more efficient. But that's my that's my dream, right? My dream is that the moment I walk into the house, the apps that are on my home screen are now different, and the notifications are different. The you know the sounds are different. the The view of my screen is more peaceful. You know, there's this things that's like cool. I'm home, and it's keeping me from getting sucked back into work. And when I get mm-hmm. to work, I'm trying to not get sucked into to other things. There's lots of those things you can do now. You can put those in place, but it's going to take some setting up and and also some commitment to that. So, mm-hmm. um, but let me yeah. let me mention a couple other things, Alan. I I think it's really important sim- because I treat this like my sticky notes, right? This this would be like having a pad at my desk where if someone mentions, "Hey, remember to do this." I just quickly grab a pen, scribble it, and I know that it's there. Right? I'm safe. I know that it's there. It, it'll be in, in front of me and, and easy to do. 
if it requires lots of steps to add something, then it's not going to be very effective for me, right? I need something that is super easy to add. I need to be able to add it from anywhere. So I need to be able to add it from my phone, from my computer, uh, maybe even from my watch if I'm if I'm speaking to it, because I don't want to say, well, I couldn't add things to my to-do because of where I was or because of, you know, because certain things come into my head at different times and I want to make sure I put those down. So there needs to be lots of ways to create, but there also needs to be very simplistic ways to create those to-dos. Um, and another thing, thing I'm starting to realize, and this is where it starts to borderline for me on the idea of a to-do list and task manager, is that I really also like the idea of having subtask on certain things. Mm-hmm. So let's say I put a task of, you know, the task is to, go to the store, <laughs> yeah. then it'd be nice within that same one to rather than say, well, I have to now go make another list of what I'm going to get when I get there to have a sub bullets or sub task to be able to check that off. Things does that pretty well. I could say, you know, create my exam for next week, but maybe there are like four things I've got to do in order to create that. And you could have sub bullets. They each could be checked off individually. So I think yeah. that's pretty helpful. I, I do too. Now, granted, that may be a little... It starts Maybe to get a little into the, overkill for some yeah. people that just need a simple task manager. But I could argue that even on some simple task managers, having that capability of doing subtask would be really important. Yeah, There's a lot of I things agree. we find ourselves doing that have multiple steps. And, right. you know, it's one thing to just put up one to-do item and say, um, bake this cake, you know. But if you needed steps underneath that to understand what does that mean? What do I have to accomplish to do that bigger task? It'd be nice to have that instead of trying to type it all into one big long task and make that a one uh, all or nothing kind of option. Well, and the other thing is remember that, that when it's one big task, you, that means you're putting off the accomplishment until much later. And the beauty is to be able to get things off your list. So leaving a day, you know, when I, when I, checked off two of my tasks that were subtask of the full, that still, it means I'm making progress. Whereas if I didn't get all of them done and it's only one thing, make sure this is done, then, you know, now I've, I'm not quite being reminded of where I am on certain things. So I think to me, there's some really helpful just, ways to have subtasks. You just want that sense of accomplishment. You oh, I totally do. You're getting, totally you're do. giving yourself more opportunities to check something off by doing subtasks. Yep. I am, yeah. I am, I am Pavlov's dog. Yes, <laughs> I need, I need, I need that. So, um, and then I think you know, just I, I put down level of integration was helpful, right? That you know, I spend so much time in email. I really like to, if something was important in an email to not have to go then and retype that same information over in the to-do, it'd be nice to be able to say, well, that email, I need to remember that email or I need to do with that email. So now all of a sudden, if I have to-dos in my email, then now it's different than my other to-do and now I start getting more complicated. So I'd like some integration of those things. So those were to me, a lot of the, you know, hopefuls that I had as I started to compare some things. Um, I just want to clarify what you said earlier that there are some really good ones out there <laughs> to do. Todoist, I think, is another one that is really, really well liked uh, in things. I think those are some of the big ones that people, mm-hmm. that's what they do. These things are to-do list and they are fantastic to-do list. Um, they each have some quirks, though, in terms of what they work with. Uh, what I wanted to share with you, Alan, and this was kind of my show and tell today, uh, 
because I'm not necessarily going to say any one of these apps that I'm going to show you is going to be my to-do app, but they okay. each have a unique thing that they're promoting, which I think is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to make sure you're uh, you're aware of that and that we can share that with folks. So so let me, are you okay with me? Go ahead and share yeah. and some, Let's okay, mm-hmm. let's do, let's do this. I'm going to share, um, let me actually go to the web page of this one first, and then I will actually pull the app up so you can see. Uh, okay. So the first one I'm going to show you, uh, <laughs> just because I want to tempt you with getting into the world of email again, <laughs> since we've been talking about it is okay. a, <laughs> So this is called TwoBird. And what's interesting about TwoBird, when I started getting into this world of finding a to-do app, let me zoom in a little bit for you here. Um, What TwoBird is trying to do is it is trying to make your email inbox also a to-do list, right? So it's starting to treat emails as to-dos, right? Knowing that that's a big step that we have, right? Is to answer this email or to do what this email is telling me to do. But it goes a little bit further and it's not just saying, well, each email is a to-do and that's all you have is like, did I do it or not? It's also taking to the, the account that as you're looking at an email, there may be things you need to do associated with that email. Yeah. So you start adding to-do lists in your email. So in the email list itself. So um, I'm going to scroll here for a second, but this is this is the look of it. What's really kind of slick is that I I kind of expected to jump into this and realize, okay, well, it's not a very good email app. Well, it's not a bad email app, uh, but actually pulls in my emails just like everything else. I can reply to them and um, things work fairly well. Uh, the interesting part about it, though, is that it's constantly, I'm going to scroll down a minute, um, it's constantly allowing you to create lists and create to-dos while you're in your email. So that can be separate from the emails, but they can also be kind of part of an email. So it's trying to integrate this idea of the emails are the to-dos, but I also have things to do associated with an email. And I also have just normal things to do, but I need them all in one place, right? Rather than having these multiple apps to be able to do this. Um, so as you can see here, what it's saying, it says, whether it's returning an email, collaborating on a grocery list, or remembering an appointment, why scatter your task across different apps that won't work together? TwoBird uh, lets you manage more of your day within the email inbox you already have. So it basically brings everything into your email mm-hmm. inbox and starts to integrate those together. Now, I can see your face. You're like, oh, crap, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to like this. I have not chosen to stick with it. So I will tell you that it confused me a little bit. Uh, it may be something when I'm not in a big work time that I may try again to see if I can get uh, less confused. Um, but let me let me, let me me do a little show and tell because I think it's worth seeing it, Alan, um, how this works. Yeah, okay. I am very curious. Okay. Um, because that is a big divide for me right now is my email... 50% of my email become or are in some way involved with a to-do item for me. Yep. Okay. Yep. It may be the to-do item is simply responding to an email. Sometimes it's, nope, here are some things to work on. Here's some things I'm going to do. Here's some things I'm going to take offline and work on in regards to that email. So right yep. now it is a process of, okay, if I've got an email and somebody's requested something that I need to do, 
I got to go over to my to do app, whichever one I'm using at the time and put it in there, put all the parameters. And then if there's information in that email, helpful for me to know how to do that task, I'll either copy and paste the text of the email into the to-do item or find a way to link them somehow. And either way, it's a yep. lot of extra steps. So this is intriguing, but it's I understand an interesting idea. there may be yep. some problems with it. Yeah. Well, it, it really does. It takes some getting used to, and I, and I can't tell you that I have necessarily gotten used to it. So, yeah. um, so anyway, let me, let me, let me show you what this looks like. So two birds, um, I'm going to open up the app and I'll let you see, you're seeing my inbox right now, right? This is email and email inbox looks very similar to any other email app, right? I can swipe on things, but notice that the swipes are about treating it like a to-do, right? This is something you've done now, or this is something you haven't done. Um, so if I, let me see if, which one I want to show you. Uh, okay. So if I go into the email, right, you'll see the email itself is just like any other email, right? I can go and reply at the bottom. I can click reply and start typing, which is kind of a slick little look to it, right? It mm -hmm. pops up a little window rather than taking over your whole screen. It's like you're, you know, almost doing a text version. Um, you can reply to those folks and, you know, click off of it again. But here's the the, the difference. If you look down the bottom right, you have the, uh, I think this is the snooze, right? So you can say, okay. remind me of this, which is great. The one next to it is where it becomes interesting, right? You're now clicking it as to do, right? So you're saying almost like unread, you're saying I need to do this, right? And you'll see on my list now, I have two things that are to do. And I and I've yet to figure out the difference between the to-do and just unread. So it really treats if you've not read it, you still have to do something with it. So it's kind of look, going to that email zero inbox, right, sort of approach. Um, now, here's the other thing is now I'm back on the list and it has that other plus at the bottom, I think. Let me, let me remember if this is right. Yeah. So now I can create a to-do list or I can create any sort of notes, right, notes, lists, whatever. Um, I can make it to-dos, right? And I'm just kind of piling in language and I can actually tell it to remind me about this list later. So it kind of treats it almost like its own email. And now that to-do is in my to-do list, right? Which includes the other emails that I still need to deal with. Um, so if you can kind of imagine like it's combining your list or your notes uh, along with your emails and each one of them is something that has to be done, something has to be dealt with, right? So as you can see, it's almost like I have a brand new email that is in my email list, but it's the notes I just made to myself that need to be dealt with. Um, so I've been trying to figure out like, how do I work with this? I'm assuming that each to-do would have to be its own note, Right. Like if I'm just quickly saying, hey, I got to do this one quick note and then save it. And now it's in my list to do. And then when I am done with it, I can go and say, hey, I'm done. Right. Slide it and say it's it's done with. But that doesn't make a lot of sense on a, you know, checkbox list. Right. To be able to say the whole thing is then done. Um, yeah. So that's the part that still confuses me is like, how how would I do? I like it. I like the idea of the fact that we're integrating some notes and things, especially on a, especially on an iPhone where 
those things have to have had to be different apps before, right? Jumping over to notes, jumping back to email, but you're actually creating some things in there. Um, of course, you know, hiding done means that anything that I've done previously up to this point, even in email that I've read and said, don't keep it as undone is now hidden for me. Um, right. So hmm. what are your thoughts on this as I kind of toss out I'm some? Still, I, I think I get it, but yes, yep. it is a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a weird stretch. Um, I don't yeah. know. I'm curious. I, I look at the concept on the surface is great to me. I think it's a great concept. Cause yep. like I said, easily 50% of my emails turn into to-do items or have some element of to-do on them. Sure. Having that in one place makes perfect sense, but the implementation is what's going to be key. I mean, if it's, if it's confusing or if it's kind of clunky to get what you're wanting to have done, then it's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a winner. I mean, you right. go back to your original way of doing this, but I love the idea. I mean, to yeah. me, a perfect app from a productivity standpoint is a really robust email program that has a really great calendar built in and centered tied in with your email. And then you also have this great to do item to do list. Yeah. All three yeah. working together because they all deal with time. They all deal with things that have to be taken action on in some way, shape or form. Yep. You would think you'd have all those tied together. And I know some apps have tried to do that with some of the apps we use have to do's and remind and, and calendars built in. There's not always the best versions of those other apps. So you kind of right. go with a more dedicated app to do it. Um, I don't know if well, let me, is a, a good no. model, but I mean, I like that. Well, idea. but let me, let me, let me, let me pose this to you. This is what I started thinking would be ideal. And it's a, it's a, it's a shift to perspective, but I think there are, there are ways that this could really be helpful. So, so for me, Alan, when I'm, when I see an email, you're exactly right. When I see an email, it generally means I need to do something. That that to do could simply be I need to file this somewhere so that it's in the right place if I ever need to get it again. Maybe that's the to do, right? The other to do could be I got to reply to it. Uh, another to do could be I've got to do something with it, like send someone a new message, right? That's related to this. But, so if I started getting into a habit that every email had something that had to have something done to it. And if it required an additional step, then that additional step really needs to be its own note associated with it. Now, what would be beautiful, and let me actually open it back up and make sure that this isn't the case. Um, all right. So when I'm looking down here at the options, I was just trying to look to see if there's a way where you could kind of create notes within that email right? Like associated with the email and saying, hey, by the way, in order for this to really be done, here's the things that I need to have happen, right? Not create a brand new note. Um, and I don't think that's the case, right? Because all I can do is, let me see. Yeah, all I can do is to treat it like an email or create a new note. And that's that's the that's the dig, right? What I want is, there's an email that came in. It's new. That email means that I need to reach out to so-and-so, and then I need to respond to this person to tell them that I did reach out to it. So now there's a to-do associated with that email, but it's not just dealing with the email. It's dealing with something else associated with the email. 
that's that's my rub, right? That's the part that I don't think Two Bird does yet. Uh, and of course, I need to play with it a little bit more. But but I have to say, I was very impressed with the fact that um, uh, that this is actually becomes a really nice email uh, email use, right? I mean, the email client itself was not bad, right? It does, I, I'm, I'm, I'm playing with it on the desktop version right now. Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, it's not bad. No. I will say one thing I already noted, just and it's going to be an issue for me, may not be an issue for everybody, probably not an issue for you. Uh, it looks like it will work with Google and Microsoft yep. email accounts. Yep. That's right. But not iCloud accounts or IMAP or any kind of uh, third-party email provider. So yep. if you have a Google account or you use a Microsoft account or a combination of the two, you're you're okay. But that's the yep. two things to be working with right now only. And of course, as you see here, it does have it does kind of tout its unsubscribe capabilities, where you can easily unsubscribe from apps, which is something I do like that a lot of uh, email apps are doing now. Um, but Alan, you know, here's the thing to to keep in mind, right? So if I go over here and to the tray and say, "Show me notes," all right? Notes are the things that you know I've created along the way, which can obviously I could just treat this as notes and say, I am creating myself to-dos and notes on its own. And just the inbox is all of those things together, right? It's like, hey, you've got to, you've got to deal with the incoming messages and you've got to deal with your to-dos or notes that you've created for yourself. So it really is trying to tie those two together, which I think is, is admirable. Um, and it would require some real tweaking in the way that I do things to make it work. But I think it's super interesting. So, so that's the one yeah. I wanted to throw out there first, right? Is right. kind of show right. you that okay, integrating yeah. notes with emails or to dos with emails is really kind of a uh, a creative thing. Okay, I'm going to show you the next one, Alan, which does mm -hmm. something a little different. Sure. Uh, this one is called Sorted. Okay, S-O-R-T-E-D. And what sorted is, um, okay, here's the unique part. And there's there's some really <laughs> some really interesting uh, pieces here. Um, so what sorted does is sorted makes the assumption that you have a number of things that you need to do today. And you have a calendar of openings in which you can do them. And it's going to help you find the times in your day to do them. Right. So let's say that, you know, you have a calendar. The calendar is you have meetings from here to here. You have other meetings from here to here. You have meetings this, this evening. And those are already set. Those are times where you can't be doing other things. But you also have a series of to do's that you need to, to accomplish. Right. Okay. So what this does is this will creatively put your to do's into places in your calendar in which it thinks you can do them when you have enough time to do them. Okay, so let me let me show you an example, Alan. Uh, this is looking at today, and it is integrate. It does integrate with your calendar, so you you can link it with your calendar. It'll show up as you can see here. Our recording is one of my to dos. Um, let me just move forward. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you. Okay, so this is the busier day, right? This is the day on Friday when I have lots of things going on. But as you can see, they're all just these are my calendar events, right? Uh, now I did add one earlier. I added that work on task A just yeah. as an example. That, and you can tell the difference if you look on the, the times on the left, the ones that are locked, the ones that have the lock underneath them, those are calendar events. Sorted is not going to change those, 
right? It's not going to affect those. But the things that are not locked, like work on task A, was a new one that I created. So let me open that back up and show you. So I, I put on there that I wanted to work on task A, and I put that it was an hour-long task, right? Mm -hmm. That I needed an hour to do it, okay? And it by doing that, I actually, let's see, I went up to the top right, and I told it I wanted to auto-schedule my to-dos that I had for today. And it's saying, okay, well, do you want to schedule them within a certain block? Like, do you only want them to happen in the morning or do you want to happen a little bit later? So I tell it, you know what, anywhere between seven and six is fine. Uh, next. And then you have this buffer that you're, you know, do you want time before events or after events? Do you want to buffer around your, your to-dos, right? So it goes and it says, okay, great. I'm going to keep it at 7 a.m. because that's where you had an opening. You had an hour that you can do that. But if I go and change it and say, you know, actually, that's going to take two hours, right? Let's say that it takes two hours. Okay. So now there's a couple of things that you can do. You can either auto schedule, right? Which I think if I went to the pro version of this, Alan, the paid version, this is free. But if I went to the paid version, the moment it got put in there, it automatically starts to look at new places that it could put it. Okay. Mm. However, if I don't, I can always go up there and tell it, you know, to auto schedule, which is kind of a quirky to go through that same part again. But you'll notice, uh, let's see. Oh, it did not do it, did it? Oh, it didn't change it. It didn't change it to two hours uh, before. I should have. There we go. Let's try that again. There we go. Now that's a two hour, right? And I'm going to say auto schedule because I realized I had just added some more stuff. And you'll notice now it moved it. Moved it down to 2.15, which is where I actually had two hours to work on it, right? So that's that's great. Um, here's, the, here's the part that I thought was super slick, okay? Let's say that um, this first one, and of course, I have no time set for it because that's just a weekly thing that I have um, to check on. Um, I'm going to move this back, Alan, just to make it. No, nope, actually, you know what? I'm going to do a different one. Let's just add another one so we can see how this creatively is done. So I'll new one and say, you know, I'm going to add a task that is uh, work on task B. Okay. And task B, let's say, is, a, you know, an hour and a half. Okay. All right. So now task B immediately gets, gets put just at the top there because it hasn't been auto-scheduled yet. But let's say that, Alan, I decide to move it to where I want to work on it, you know, at nine o'clock as well, right? Okay. Which, of course, is kind of a problem. But now check this out. This is where I think is one of the slickest uh, user interfaces that I've seen. If I click and hold on something and, and select it, uh, let's see. No, it's not selected. There it goes. If I slide it, you see what happens on my timer over there. It gives me a a way in which I can shift everything, Every, everything that's not locked. So let's say I say I have 12 to-dos, each of them are 30 minutes, they're being plugged, plugged in. And then I go, you know what? I just got delayed an hour. So I'm selecting all the things that I need to shift. And you know what? Now I'm just moving the slider and I'm telling it, you know what? I need to move it forward. And as you can see the top up there, I need to move it forward an hour, hmm. right? And what it does, it takes everything that was a to-do and kind of shifts it an hour ahead, right? It's just, 
it's a very slick way of kind of saying, I still have these things to do, just push them all back an hour. I still need to, to do them. I still got to get them accomplished, right? Now, I'll tell you what, what I don't like about this app is you can see each of those calendar events is treated like a to-do. It has a little checkbox. Well, it doesn't auto auto do it, right? Like, so well, there's Fantastical, if I'm looking at it, it says, hey, that's done. You don't need to, it, I'm going to gray this out because we're already past that, right? This, I have to go in and actually check those off to say that the day is done and to be able to see what is actually needed to work on like there at the bottom. But when you do click it off, it goes away. Um, and uh, so I think it would it's it's easier to potentially see, you know, if you have a day where you have like seven to-dos and you haven't scheduled anything and you tell it to auto schedule and it does, and then you start getting delayed on the last three of them, you highlight them do the, the slider and say, push it back two hours. And now it takes them and moves them back in your calendar, which I think is, is pretty slick. So, so yeah. this is one that kind of does a different thing. It doesn't do the email. It does. I want to integrate with your calendar and I want to auto schedule your, your tasks. Um, what I haven't yeah. figured out is mm -hmm. if I don't do a task, could I get it to carry over to the next day? Right. And I think that may be a pro version. Like, hey, I had two things. I never checked them off. The next morning it goes and sorts all my Friday <laughs> to-dos mm -hmm. with the two leftover Thursday to-dos mm -hmm. and fits it in. That would be pretty slick. Right. So it starts using AI to try to auto schedule where things are if you don't get them done in time, um, which I think is kind of cool. So, yeah, again, I like the overall concept of what the app's doing. And I think it's a novel way of looking at integrating calendar and to-do items into something kind of cool. I'm still very hesitant about the idea of anything trying to schedule things for me. Yeah. You know, that's yep. the, that's the hurdle I would have to mentally get over. Um, if I have a long to-do list of things to do in a day, I do logically try to think about which ones should be done first. Right. Makes better sense, which ones are maybe a little higher priority, you know, Trying to get a app to help me determine that. I don't know. It will work great for some people. I think for some yep. people that may be the ideal way for them to work. Doesn't quite fit for me, but um, still a very interesting approach. Well, here's here's the thing I would love for it to do, but it or I'd love to be able to do with it if I knew I was diligent enough to do it. Okay. So let's say Alan, I I, I start my day at seven, my first meeting's at 10. I have a list of five things on my to-do that I need to do before that 10 a.m. or that I'd like to do before the 10 a.m. meeting, right? They're scheduled in that block. They're each, you know, whatever, 15, 20-minute things. But I get to 10 a.m. and it's getting ready to start that meeting. I pull this up and I click off the two things that I was able to do. I want it then to shift those other three things to the open spots in my day. So when it get to that spot, it's pinging me to say, hey, now's the time you need to work on this. And since I didn't check it off, obviously it now kind of goes back in the filter, goes back in the the the, the, sh the shuffler that says, we're going to find another time for you to work on that since you didn't get it done. And, and of course, for that to happen, I think there'd have to be an actual interaction. There yeah. would have to be a, your next meeting is 15 minutes away. Here's the list. Click off the ones that you were able to do. And you go, oh, only two. Great. I'll I'll schedule the others <laughs> for you a little later and I'll ping you when it's time to do them, right? That kind of thing is the interaction that I would love for this to do. And, I'm, and it may do that. I haven't played around enough with the pro version. I don't know what it uh, 
brings to the table. But I think that's kind of a, a another cool uh, opportunity for people. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they're sorted. Okay, Jan, I'm going to show you one more. I know it's it's getting late, and uh, um, the other one I want to show you is also probably not going to work for you and also probably isn't going to work for me. But for some people, this may be required. And this one's called Focus to Do. So Focus to Do, um, I think it's called, I think it uses what you call the Padrona, Padrono method. Um, I can't even know if I'm saying that the right way. Padrono, I think it is. But it's basically saying oh. you, you need to focus on one thing at a time. And when you focus on that thing, we're going to get more of that done. So, you know, this is what I'm Pomodoro. Pomodoro. Yeah, there you go. Pomodoro. Thank you. So it's using that method where, so if I look up here at the to do's, okay, what this to do's and now this is, these are all the things that it came kind of naturally with. So it wanted you to, to learn how to do them. But when you add a task, so I'm going to go through the add task piece here. You just write the task and say, you know, task A. And when you have task A, you need to tell it how long that task A is estimated to take, right? So, um, and I actually, I think each one of them, I think is naturally set for like 25 minutes. So if you say, does it take two of those? So that would be like a 50 minute thing, or does it just take one of those? So let's just say it takes one, right? So I could put it in folders. I could uh, flag it, all of that sort of stuff. But now I have task A. So what's interesting here is that this one really is, I need to work on this right now and I need to know that I'm doing that. So I'm going to click on the play, which is, okay, get going, right? <laughs> it takes over, but takes over my phone, gives me a countdown and says, here wow. we go. Now you'll notice at the bottom, there's an option to do strict mode, which I think actually shuts off notifications. It shuts off everything and says, focus, right? Get on it. Um, once that happens, it also allows you to put white noise on. It allows you to do kind of a, a timer mode, a different version of it. And the goal is like, hey, this is the time you said you wanted to work on task A. Do it. And the moment you're done, so let's just say I finished it. I click on uh, complete. Let's see. How did that happen? Pause. Stop. Okay. Oh, you know what it is? Yeah, I think it's actually, it's saying for 25 minutes, right? There could be multiple things you could have put up there and work on those, get those done. Those are high priority. You get them, get them out of the way. And you'll see that some of these have like three of these levels, which means it's, you know, it's going to take three rounds of this in order to get it done. And what the beauty of it is, I think it does allow you to see like the overall, how successful am I being? How many tasks have I completed? You know, how many tasks do I have left? How much time is it going to take for me to actually do those? So it's kind of taking this approach of you need to be strict with yourself and you need time to work on these. So when you're ready to work, and I think that's where this method comes in, as it says, when you're ready to work, you need to work, but you need to work in blocks and say, I'm going to work hard for 25 minutes and not get distracted and then i'll take my break and i'll come back and let's see what i can accomplish during that next block of time so i think it's interesting it's not the way i work uh probably should work a little bit more like this but um this is really taking that method to the extreme and saying let's make your to-do list so that you can accomplish them within these strict work blocks of time so that you really try to get things accomplished by the end of the day so 
again, another kind of interesting approach. Uh, oh, and also, you know, it also does the live updates on the home screen, which I think is kind of nice, right? It says, "Hey, nope, you're you're oh, yeah. getting ready to do right. You're 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 starting it, and um, let's go ahead and get rolling." So, so anyway, that's another one that I think is. Uh, you know, potentially interesting for people uh, if you're someone who needs a little bit more strict focus um, hmm. to know that, you know, you don't want your phone bothering you or that you really need it to guide you and say, all right, let's go 25 minutes or 50 minutes. Mine would probably be 30 minute things, right? I want 30 minute hard work. I'm just working on this and that's it. And I need to get this done. So at the end of that, I'm checking up these things and and I need whatever I've got. I mean, I do like the idea that I'm estimating the time for each one of them so I can constantly be looking saying, I still have an hour and 15 minutes of work that I need to squeeze in sometime today, right? That's kind of a slick approach, I think, right? Really thinking about what you have left to do in terms of time rather than tasks. So you uh, you have thrown some interesting things my way. So <laughs> I'm trying to process all of this. Yeah. I, uh, Here's the thing, Brian, is that the, there's so many of these different, you know, what you just showed were three different approaches to yeah. how to manage your, your to-do items. And each one taking a little different tactic to it, but the overall goal is to help you get things done uh, yep. efficiently. All yep. three of these apps were really meant for not just showing and listing your to-do items, but how do you best complete them? How do you best manage right. your time to get them done? Right. It's trying to encourage you towards getting those done by dealing with your your uh, idiosyncrasies, right? Yeah. And that's what I think is, is really important for people to recognize is when do you work your best? You know, do you work your best when you have this mounting list that's kind of frustrates you? I mean, that's one of my problems with what I do right now is I make that long list and the long list is ongoing and I'm always having it sitting there trying to knock it out, but it is always long. <laughs> I don't necessarily chop down to where I go, Whew, I am done, right? There's always things to do. And so that's why I've got to get better at saying, these are the things that have to happen. And as long as I get those done, then the others can now float away and show me that I've done well. And tomorrow they're going to come back again. And I need to feel like I've made some progress, right? I've got to do a little better at kind of organizing, but I'm using some of these ideas and saying, how can I integrate whether it's focus time, you know, whether it's trying to look in blocks of my day and then plugging those in. I don't know if you remember if uh, maybe even a couple of years ago, Alan, there was another app very similar to that sorted that I brought in where yeah. you, yeah, you put in the task and then it jumped into your calendar and actually yeah. said, Hey, I'm putting them in there. And if you don't get them done, I'll move them to the next one. I'll keep moving them until yeah. you do get them done. Right. I really, at first I thought that was the same app. I yeah. had to go back yeah. and check and make sure it was a different app, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember that. the name of it off the top of my yeah. head because I didn't use it for long, but I love the idea that we was using AI to say, listen, <laughs> You've got time in your day. Uh, we're going to try to schedule it for you so that you don't forget when that time comes, there's something new that you yeah. need to do. Um, now, Brian, uh, you mentioned yeah. with all three of these you just showcased here, um, you mentioned that none of them are ones that you anticipate probably using. You're not right now. I mean, I, I do I do love the idea of 2Bird, but I don't think... 
I don't think it's possible because I love my email to be full functioned enough that I don't think yeah. it's going to do all that. Right. Um, the sorted part is interesting. In in honestly, if the sorted, um, if this, if I if I felt like sorted was strong enough to go to a pro version, I think the pro version makes a lot of sense for me. I just don't know if it makes enough sense to pay. So I, yeah. I'd really like to test the pro version out and say, oh my gosh, did that just flow super nicely to have something that's automatically filling in my calendar? But given that I love Fantastical so much. I don't see myself leaving the calendar view because I, I use yeah. it all the time. So that became problematic. The focus to do is probably not my thing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I would be as good at saying, here you go. I'm going to now do this and make me focus for this amount of time. I think there would be other diligent ways of going. But uh, But I like each one of their features that what they're trying to do makes me think a little bit about how I want to work and how I would like to, to integrate some of those. And maybe I continue to use things, but I use it a little differently knowing now that I need to be more structured about how long it's going to take and where it goes and how to fit it into my calendar. So, um, Hmm. you know, I will say one of the things I'm trying to do with things that I, all of these I'm trying to figure out a way to do is that idea of if I'm in an email and thinking of that email as a to-do. Like this is something that has to be dealt with. Right now, I usually put it into another folder if it's one day and I have to try to remember to do that or I'll make myself a note that says, please go back and do that. But Things does a nice job of having a helper where if I'm in the email, depending on the email client, and that's why I may end up changing again, depending on the email client, if I have that email up and I say, create a things to do, it has a link hyperlink that it puts into the to do to that email. So when that, when that to do comes up again, I can just click on that and pull that email directly up and say, Oh yeah, that's right. That's what I need to deal with. Then I can get it out of my inbox. I don't have to sit and see it every day. I don't know about you, Balan, but that's my biggest stressor. And I think that, I think that's the case for a lot of people is I have a lot of emails that stay in my inbox until I deal with them. Yeah. But yet I see them all the time. And it's it's almost like a weight on my shoulders to say, well, God, I know I have to do that. I don't have to do that. That's why I love snoozing. Snoozing has become a helpful thing, even though I've read a lot of articles where people are like, oh, why are you snoozing? You don't use a snooze button on your alarm clock. But this is great to say, come back later. Come back when I'm ready that's for you. And is. I'm going to be ready for another yeah. time, right? And I think that, that's, that's great. That's how I yeah. use snooze. That's the thing. I, I, I don't think people all understand but I get an email in this morning that says, hey, here are the uh, things that we're going to be discussing during our meeting on Friday. Um, yep. You know, I don't need that email to sit in my inbox for the next four days taking up room. I don't want to file right. it away because I want to make right. sure it's there when I need it. But I don't need it till Friday. I'm going to look yep. at it on Friday before the meeting. So I snooze until that time. It's just a matter of shifting to when something needs to have your attention. And that's that's what snoozing does. So. Um, right. Yeah. And I've started to do that same thing with even things, right? What I see and say, you know what, when I know I don't want to, I can't do it today. Let me just shift it to tomorrow. Um, the problem is I'm, I'm not comfortable enough with that. I, you know, I want to, I want a better way to deal with that. I want a better way to, sure. to say, you know what, 
if it doesn't happen today, shift it over tomorrow naturally. And, you know, let's, let's finish the day and say, I'm done. You know, here's a flagged one that has to be done today. And I, I just need a better system to be able to make it work. And I keep hoping I'll find one where it just speaks to me and it says, yep. Cause I'll pay, I'll pay for one. If I feel like it works totally in my, Sure. you know, in my sweet spot. And this is the way I like to work. And it needs to work with the other apps that I already have and integrate with them, um, which is always a challenge. So, I mean, all the apps we've been talking about for months now, email, calendar, now this, all of them rely on, you know, there's, there's so many options out there for each of them because different people have different work styles, different preferences on how they want to interact with it. I think to-do items and task managers probably the hardest to find one to fit yep. everybody's yep. personal working style. Um, right. Yeah, you know, I can. This is incredibly personal. It's incredibly yeah, personal. Yep. There's enough commonalities. We may have some of the other features we like about calendars uh, between people, but when it comes to how we work, you know, yeah, it's there's so many different approaches and finding out how you want to get tasks done. Uh, it's a, it's a challenge. It really is. I've, I've always struggled yep. with what is the best way to do this. I'm not happy with my current setup, uh, having the one right. project manager to do list item and then having a kind of more personal, quicker hit to do list. I'm not happy with that setup at all. Um, I don't like the task manager that's in the project management software I use, but I use it because that's where all of our project stuff is and it's easy to keep it in one place. So it's it's a challenge. It's a real tough challenge. Yep. You've almost got me ready to jump into a spreadsheet, Brian. Almost, <laughs> almost ready. Almost. I'm almost ready to start building a table out and say, all right. That was my whole purpose is I this. wanted to tease the the need for you to you to jump back in on spreadsheets here. So yeah, I uh the prop the problem is you're right. Uh, just as we started this whole thing, that there are levels of this, right? There's the quick to do. There's the, you know, uh, slash reminders that just, hey, listen, I'm going to jot this down. But then there's also, you know, people that focus more on notes, right, where I want the I want the yellow pad up on the screen and just quick scratch. And that scratch could be a reminder. It could be a to do. It could be just a name that you need to remember. You know, some people like to treat it that way. Um, the other one I was going to just mention briefly, and it's, and it's something I, I just wanted to ask you about because notion, you know, has been around for a long mm-hmm. time now, and it is so much more than just a to-do app. It's so much more than just a note app. Um, it's kind of an integration of all of these things. It's one of the reasons I didn't bring it up because it's, it's almost, too big in that it does so many things that it would take a long time to to get involved but it has its own it's like taking slack for example and saying i'm also going to have lots of notes for myself in here and it's a workspace right notion is a workspace um but it may be that i eventually get to one of those things and if something like a notion connected well with my email to where I could easily say, yep, that email is joining that to-do list. And I really, in, you know, interact with um, the app like Notion uh, moment to moment, then I think that's uh, a good possibility. But, you know, I have to find something that that works a little bit more effectively so I'm not bouncing between and that I also don't duplicate efforts. Duplicating efforts is another thing that I despise, right? I realize I've taken the note two places 
or I have an email over here, but it's also related to this thing over here and I had to make it twice. Um, I'm trying very hard not to do that. So yeah. Understood, man. Understood. Yep. No, it's, it's, it's a lot. There's a, there's a lot to this. And uh, you know, the fact that I was opening up some of my to-do list items while we were talking and realizing how many items on there have not been done and how many are still floating out there and, how I've got stuff scattered in three or four different places trying to keep up with what to do tells me that yep. uh, I don't have it. I don't have it down yet. So yep. I'm going to be looking yep. for that idea as well with this. Yep. So. Mm. All right, well, thanks, yep. Brian. Thank you for bringing <laughs> Thanks for it. To- <laughs> You're welcome. I mean, I hope it, you know, it didn't depress hour, you too much. And, but it, you an know, hour and 30 you. minutes ago, my life was very simple. I, I had clear vision of what was in front of me. I knew what I was using. I was very happy. Now, once again, you started teasing me with some email issues, and now you've thrown this whole to-do <laughs> task management at me, and I, I don't know what to do. Um, yep. yep. Yeah. Actually, Brian, this is interesting. It was a good, was a good episode. You did great. Uh, Thanks. But I feel like we probably left with more questions. And more open open items than any type of like actual recommendations or closure. And that's what I told you. I did not want to recommend, um, can't recommend yet because I think these things are so personal. I'm hoping something stuck with people that someone goes, oh, that's the way I think. And that's what I need to look into. Um, I know it's not me yet. I haven't found the one that sticks quite yet. Um but I also wanted to lay out lots of opportunities for you and I to have follow-up episodes because, you know, if we're always looking for something to talk about, well, we can always jump back into to-dos now. So we know we have email, we know we have calendars, and uh, we can certainly jump back into to-dos. I mean, notes, my gosh, we could we could go lots of places with that. But, um, you know, uh, yeah, I think there's... That's the, that's the four-quadrant uh, that's productivity right. suite to deal with. So That's right. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm just tired now. I just want to go, <laughs> Still leaving. Uh, go to sleep. Well, actually, well no, it'd be really nice if you had something that took your to do's and actually started to make it work for you. Right. Then you'd feel a little bit better about life. Right now. I'm hoping I've been reading a lot more. I'm fascinated with what AI is doing these days. And every day I'm learning something new with AI. I'm just waiting yeah. for somebody to come up and say, you know what? You have a to-do list you've created over all these months and things to do. Now this AI tool will take it and actually perform those tasks for you and knock them off your list. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm needing. Yeah. That's what I'm hopeful yep. for. So it'd be good. It's going to step up and all say, right. I'm sorry, I'm canceling the rest of your meetings for the next two days because we're going to knock off these to-do lists. And here you go. Here's your first one. Get to work. Here's your second one. Get to work. I'd actually be okay with that. That would, that be, would good. be pretty sweet. I mean, That'd I be would pretty look sweet, wouldn't it? Yeah, to go ahead and cancel everything for me and to say, nope, Alan, I shut down your web browser. I shut down your your uh, news feed. Uh, we are just going to focus on this right now. And that is it. So have fun. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, okay, let's uh, wrap this up, Brian. Just to do a little tease, uh, I think next week, uh, next time we get together, um, email. I'm looking. Hmm? <laughs> email. No, no email. No, <laughs> done with email for a while. Done with email for a while. I, I want to get into something a little different. Uh, I'm going to show you because I've just this is uh this is not a uh it's not a communion wafer like it may look like from church. Uh, this is actually a 
NFC tag, NFC near field mm-hmm. communications tag. I want to showcase this and how this will work with your mobile phone to do cool things that you won't done around your place. So we're going to get Love into it. that next Love time. It. Yeah. It'll be so with that one, you may actually give actual suggestions of what to do rather than oh, just make people confused and depressed and feel as though they're not doing things <laughs> feel, the right way. Pointless, worthless, <laughs> lazy. Oh, uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Scattered. All the emotions I started feeling in your talk there, Brian. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll get there. We're going to get it. So Brian, if anybody did hear this conversation and for whatever reason <laughs> feels inspired or feels <laughs> like they're getting things done uh, or anything, how can, or maybe they're, they're just like, I cannot believe you guys did not mention this as a to do task list uh, project uh, I, uh, list idea, whatever app, how can they get a hold of us and talk to us about what they're, what they're seeing? Yeah, they can send us an email at info at the mesh.tv and, uh, you know, give us uh, some to do's, give us things that we need to do that will obviously not get done uh, and probably go into the long list of things that we have not accomplished. Um, you can also go to our website at www.brothers in tech.com. And, uh, yeah, I hope uh, I hope if nothing else, I get people at least thinking about how they would like to work and how they'd like to to handle these. That's certainly the uh, process I'm going through right now, trying to figure out a way in which digitally things become more efficient, and I don't lose track of things, but I also don't get overwhelmed by the long list of those things. So uh, I've got some work to do, and uh, and I would certainly love any advice uh, that our listeners have uh, that we can come back and uh, say that we have some solutions. So, all right, all right. Well, there we go. I've got to go work on my to do items because I've realized how many I still have, and I'm not making any progress on them. So, nice. we're going to go and wrap it up. Thanks everybody for listening to Brothers in Tech here on the Mesh TV Podcast Network. We will look forward to talking to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.